Hey everybody, it's your old friend, this Anthony, we're taking another walk. Uh, <laughs> I just, you, sometimes you realize things about yourself and the people that are around you and it's, it kind of makes you snicker a little bit because I now know that when I'm around my friends, I'm the normal one. When I'm around regular people, I'm the weird one, you know, and that's just, that's a weird thing to experience, you know, because when you're around normal people, if you're weird like me, you're kind of looking at them like, what is wrong with these people? What is, what the hell is, these people actually, they like their relatives. What the hell? (sighs) Healthy relationships. Is that a thing? Really? Oh, man. Oh, okay. When I'm around my friends, I'm so used to them being weirdos that stuff that would weird out other people, I don't even notice. Right? Uh, why is your friend wearing a ski mask? He's ski mask day. That's why, I mean, that's his thing. He wears ski. It's August, man. Yeah, but I mean, ski mask Dave doesn't care if it's August. Granted, he gets thrown out of a lot of stores and for some reason, police tend to uh, follow him around, but you know, the ski mask day, that's what he does. He wears ski masks, man. Where'd you think the nickname came from? Right? But normally, I'm not around normal people and my friends at the same time. On those rare occasions, what happens is I'm kind of in the middle. Right? I'm normal enough to hang around the normal people and weird enough to hang around my friends. So basically, I become a weirdo to normal person translator. (laughs) One of my weird ass friends will do something weird and everybody who's normal will look at me and I'll go, that just means he's hungry. Oh, okay. Right? One of my normal friends will do something, and one of my weird old friends will go, What the hell is that? Oh, oh, yeah, he actually loves his wife and kids. He does? The hell is that? I know, I know, it's crazy. He actually has friends that haven't been in jail, too. You're kidding me. They make those? Yes, they do. <laughs> I become a Rosetta Stone between these two groups. But the problem with that is, I've become so effective at translating that the two groups of people have started to become friendly. Now the normal people still remain themselves, remain normal, and my weirdo friends still remain weird. They haven't changed who they are, but they tend to now congregate together a little more. And what happens now is, I have now become a translator. Like I said, so when one of them does something weird, the normal people will call me, uh, Ski Mask Dave did this. Oh, okay, don't worry about that. This is why. Oh, okay. Hello? Yeah, uh, Frankie, Frankie, uh, Frankie's Two Teeth is doing this. Oh, yeah, that, because that's, he does that because of this. Oh, all right. I should have never offered myself as a translator. 
right? Because now I have to hide from certain friends the way that you hide from a, like a telemarketer or something. You know, one of those people that calls you up randomly on your cell phone telling you about, you know, car insurance you don't have. I'd like to talk to you about your car warranty. I have a warranty, but it ain't with you. Right? It's one of those situations where it's like one of those you give somebody an inch, they take a mile type situation. It's kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, that happens with regular people too. I remember uh, I was going to the store every day for myself and some stuff, and I had a neighbor. And this dude knew I was going to the store. So he asked me to pick him up something. I'll pay you when you get back. I didn't really think much of it at the time. Right? Somebody asked you for something real quick. I mean, I've done it before. Hey, man, could you pick up? But the thing is, at some point, I actually stopped. And I stopped after the first time. I wanted a paper on that one occasion. I did not try to make getting the paper this guy's job. One occasion. In fact, I saw him, uh, the person I asked to get the paper, I saw him like the next week and I saw him going to the store, but I'm like, I'm not bothering this dude. But I made the mistake of getting a soda for this person. At the time, it didn't seem like a mistake. So he sees me again the next time. Hey man, gonna do that soda thing again? Yeah, sure. Gonna do that soda thing again? Yeah, sure. Right, and that happened. And I didn't realize that I was being tested. He didn't even know he was testing me, but he was testing me. So then it became a soda and this. That's not too big, bad soda and a kind of pie. I mean, they're right next to each other. Then it became a soda and a pie and this, and a soda. And then one time I show, I'm walking out, he comes running down the steps, S, S, S. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he handed me a piece of paper. I don't know what it was, maybe, you know, uh, Somebody left a message for me that I don't, I mean, I don't know why somebody would leave a message for me. I mean, everybody that knows me that I talk to has my phone, has my phone number. Or maybe, you know, somebody was looking for me or something. I don't have anybody looking for me that hates me, so I ain't hiding anything. I didn't know. He hands me the paper. I open it up. It's a list of stuff from the store and some money. He came down with a shopping list all of a sudden. Now I'm shopping for the guy. Now, what you're saying is, well, if you got an elderly neighbor, you should help out. He ain't elderly. The bastard's younger than me and in better shape than me. He's just a lazy bastard. Give me a damn shopping list. The hell? And the bad part about it is, I can't get out of the house without him seeing me. So basically what I'm doing now is, I actually am at the point where I literally have to, uh, I li- I, this is embarrassing. I literally, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the stupidest thing ever. I literally, I, I literally went out my back door. I went out my back door to avoid seeing I literally went out the back of my house to avoid, I'm a grown ass man. And I literally am hiding from another dude. Not because I did anything wrong or because I think he's gonna kick my ass or anything like that. No, I'm not worried about that. I hid from another man and, and literally snuck out the back of my house like a punk 
just so I didn't have to go to the store for this bastard. And here's the bad part. Eventually, you gotta go home. So what happened? I had to sneak back into my house. Right? And this, this, this was a while, I had, to, I had to do this like 10 times until I found out that he found another idiot to go to the store for him. But here's the thing. The guy was going to the store for him. Did he give him a list? No. You know what he did? He started him out with a soda. Then a soda and a pie. This was this bastard's pattern with his slick punk ass. This was how he set you up. Bastard. So now, well, well, the bad, well, the good part about it is I don't have to go to the store for his ass or avoid his ass. But the bad part about it is I secretly laugh at the guy that he's suckered into going to the store for him because, well, that guy's a bit of a dickhead. <laughs> and uh, he parks in front of his house so he can't sneak out the back like I did because <laughs> I'm a real man. <laughs> F y'all, don't judge me. All right, my friends. I have made it to the store. It's nice talking to you, and I'll see your asses next time. Okay, guys, we're now on the way back. Uh, I think we talk a little more while I head back to the house. Uh, <laughs> I got a doctor's appointment <clears throat> coming up in a couple of weeks. Now, last time I had an appointment with my doctor, my doctor was one of those audio-visual deals, right? And I was working out and doing pretty good. So I started talking all this crap. Yeah, doc, when you see me next time, you're not gonna recognize me. Well, that's great. That's great, that's Anthony, it's good. you're doing good. And I look forward to it. I'm like, yeah. When I come in there, boy, you, you, you ain't gonna recognize me. You're gonna be like, where's my patient? Where's my long-term patient, that's Anthony? Where's he at? Because you're not gonna recognize me. I'm gonna have to have somebody introduce you to me when I come back, doc. <laughs> that's what I thought. The only problem is, just like anything else, when you start getting close to a target weight, sometimes you plateau. Now, I know the doctor knows this, and had I not said anything and shut the hell up, it would not have been a big deal. Part of the bad part about it is my doctor's such a sweetheart. She's not gonna, she's not gonna break my stones if I don't hit the number I said I was gonna hit. <laughs> but the way things are going right now, I'm still gonna be doing pretty good, but I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna, well, I don't say that I'm not gonna hit the number. I'm just saying, as far as it looks right now, if you extrapolate that out for another two weeks, I'm not gonna hit the number, right? And that's the bad part about it, is when you put a, I mean, you're supposed to put definite goals out, I get it, right? You're supposed to give something, give yourself something to shoot for, yeah. Right, everybody who does self-help and all these other people, they'll tell you, give yourself a definite goal. Write your goals down. You know, you need to know what your goals are before you can achieve your goals. You have to know what they are. And they say all of that crap. But what we keep forgetting and what I forgot was, yeah, they did say to write it down. What they did not say was, open your damn mouth and tell people about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Because you've basically, if you don't hit it, 
if you don't hit the goal that you set for yourself, you basically, you just kind of set yourself up for failure. You set yourself up for, you know, like say you say you wanted to reach, get, get a certain amount of money by the time you get to a certain place. What'll happen is if you don't get that certain amount of money, you know, what'll happen is you'll wind up, you know, not hitting that, not hitting that goal. You look like an idiot. You know, you won't hit that goal. You know, I know a person said, man, when I get to a certain spot, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, what just happened, which is actually hilarious. I'm walking down the street right now. I'm talking into my phone. Some police officers drove past me in one direction and I saw them staring at me because my phone's in my right hand and you can't really see the phone cord. So it looked like I was talking to myself. So they made a Yui. <laughs> they made a U-turn, right? And they turned around and they started driving slowly toward me. And they were they're both the driver and the passenger were staring at me as they drove past. And as I was waiting across the street, I was ignoring them because I didn't, you know, I didn't give a shit. I mean, it ain't the first time I've, you know. So uh, I turned right because I was about to cross the street and they, then they saw the phone in my hand and they saw the cord and they realized that I wasn't talking to myself. And then I saw them accelerating their car, you know. <laughs> That's why, that's why I got distracted for a second. I'm like, I know these guys did not make a U-turn <clears throat> just to turn around and see what I was doing. Because, you know, I mean, everybody has smartphones. They don't even call them smart. They call them smartphones and people didn't know what they were. Know what they call them now? Phones. Everybody has phones. A lot of people have Bluetooth. You have Maybe you have your iPods in. Or like I have, I have a, a regular uh, a phone cord with 3.5 millimeter, millimeter jack. So you regularly see people walking down the street seeming to have a conversation with themselves only to find out that they're actually speaking to somebody. But to me, that was hilarious. It's like, you really made a U-turn just to come back and look at me. Come on, man. There's other stuff to do. Okay, back to what I was saying. Because I'm getting close to home and I want to finish what I was saying. But I talked trash to the doctor and I'm probably not going to hit the number. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, <laughs> like I said, you're supposed to keep your goals. You're supposed to, I mean, you, you can give people general goals. Like I, I could have said to the doctor, you know, I'm going to try to do my best to lose as much weight as I can. And then, you know, but I'm, I'm doing pretty good, doc. I'm doing pretty good, you know. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I want to see if this, okay, this is, this is getting weird. Now I have another uh, police car driving by. It has nothing to do with me. He's just driving by and he's staring at me once again, could not see the phone. And I was talking, when I talk, I gesture a lot. Did you hear that? Motor said uh, that was an ATV being driven on the streets of New Jersey, which they're not supposed to be. Who knows, maybe the police officers were originally looking for that idiot. Anyway, I'm getting real close to the house now, so let me finish up what I was saying. So. Uh, so anyway, so but you can if, like I could have just said to the doctor, you know what I'm doc? I'm gonna try to drop a few pounds before I come to see you, right? Set the expectations low, right? Because what would she hear? She would hear a couple pounds, so she'd probably think I meant five, six, seven, eight pounds or something like that, which you know already taken care of that. So then what would happen is because of that 
because of that, the doctor would have been like, oh, he did good. Okay, he did good, right? That's what the doctor would be saying. But when you talk trash to the doctor and you tell him you're gonna lose a certain amount of weight and your dumb ass doesn't, you look stupid. <laughs> so I realize now what I need to do. Like after I go to this doctor's visit, next time, all I'm gonna say is, yeah, doc, I'm gonna try to continue the progress uh, that you saw last time. Meanwhile, I'll be thinking 20 pounds, damn it. But I ain't gonna say it, you know. That's what's good about self-help, man. You read these books, you watch these tapes and all this kind of, oh, well, not tapes, goddamn, I'm old. You watch these videos <laughs> and, and there's some good information. A lot of it's a bunch of crap, but there's some good information in there. Like you should, you know, write down your goals. You should be specific. But don't tell nobody, don't tell anybody what the damn goals are, right? They don't know whether you hit them or not. How would they know? If I said, you know, I said, I'm gonna lose a few pounds and I expected to lose 20 pounds and I lost 12 and the doctor weighs you, oh, you lost 12 pounds, that's great. And you're like, yeah, that's exactly what I had planned. That ain't what you had planned. You wanted to lose 20. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a little short. Probably gonna be about five or five pounds short, maybe, maybe four pounds short. I'm gonna try my best to take care of that, but you know. Like I said, next time. So here's my lesson, my, my suggestion for you. Like I said, write down your goals, be specific, but don't tell anybody else a damn thing, okay? Because let's be honest, there's a good chance. Just like everybody else, we're human beings. You may F up. <laughs> All right, I'm in the house now. The walk's over, and as always, it was a pleasure talking to your asses.